This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Um, Kyle and I have kind of a unique... Uh, scenario or topic that I think we're going to go over that isn't talked about in IBC community a lot. So you want to introduce us to it, Kyle? Yeah, we've um, been recently asked by people, you know, are you, how are you using your policy? Are you using your policy? So we're just going to be talking about, you know, using your life insurance policy in today's environment Mm -hmm. because it is unique. This is a, I mean, this is just an unheard of interest rate environment. And I mean, yeah, it, you know, all, I'll preface it by saying, and Kyle and Kyle and I have said this in the podcast before, that adapt your adapt your IBC plan to work to fit you today. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean um, that you have to use your policy for every single thing that you're going to do in life. And you know we can get into reasons in the podcast, I guess. Sure. Why that is, but sure, yeah. So so recently I got asked um, if I've been using my policy. And yeah, I have been using my policy um, in years past, but this year I've not used, I've not taken a policy on loan. I have not taken a policy loan yet. And the reason for that is I have a line of credit also with farm credit. And after the dividend, that interest rate is like three and a quarter or something like that percent. So it's extremely cheap money. And my policy is like 5%. So, and another thing is it was an easy line of credit to obtain as yeah, well, right? I already had, I had the line of credit before I had, mm-hmm. even but the even policy. when you did get it, it was easy to attain, right? Absolutely. There never was this huge hoop that you had to jump through. No. And that's something that some, I mean, see, some people have to jump through those hoops and I did not have that issue. So I guess, though, if people hear that, like, well, you're an IBC guy and you're selling policies and stuff like that, but you're not using it. It's like, well, I see the benefit of building up this cash, um, this cash storage system, because I don't think these times are going to last this. This is absolutely crazy. This interest rate environment that we're in. And it's also not to say I'm not going to use my policy. Like maybe I will, but I have plenty of room on my line of credit through farm credit right now. And, and look at what that policy is doing for you. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we know for fact from talking to other people, that there's other people that have higher interest rates with farm credit because they don't have a good capital base. Mm -hmm. So they're viewed as a riskier um, client to them. Okay. So it's given you that, you know, uh, I don't know if I want to call it opportunity, but it's given you that benefit having this cash in this position. Sure. This cash value. And it also, um, it's a great place because, you could have opportunities come up at any any time and you have access to all your cash value still. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's not like I'm afraid to use the policy. It's just this is how it's worked out. So And that's where we talk. I mean, just I just mentioned this, but adapting your policy or your IBC plan to fit you today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's called becoming your own banker. And that means that you get when you become the banker, when you start to think like this and work like this you decide how you're going to make those decisions financially. 
Absolutely. And if I would wait to get started because of having access to this cheap money, well, then it's going to be too late. <laughs> I mean, then money's going to be way more expensive when I'm trying to start this policy, you know? So, I mean, that's why it makes sense to get started. And also it's providing that um, death benefit protection. I have debts, purchased equipment and stuff like that. I mean, there's risk to um, my family when I, or if I would pass. Sure. So, and I think you hit on something that I want to emphasize, Kyle, is the fact that um, earlier you said you don't foresee this lasting forever. Neither you or I have any idea how long this will last, if it will last forever, what the future holds. I mean, we don't know. But you realize that you need to start today to to prepare for the future. You don't just wait five years or 10 years from now when it does change and decide to implement this plan because this plan takes time. Yeah, that's, you know, one of Nelson's principles is long-range thinking. We're, we're, we're preparing long for Long-range thinking, and another one is don't be afraid to capitalize. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if you don't start today, then when? Well, that's an excellent question. Everybody has to answer that for themselves. And, yeah. And this also, I mean, it's also, as a business owner, you face, you face, uh, at least in the, the line of business that Kyle and I are in, um, you face a lot of capital expenditures up front and a lot of negative cash flow before you start receiving cash flow coming in. So even though you have this line of credit, it's kind of like peace of mind also knowing that you've been storing up this cash value. And maybe you could pay off some of that debt if you absolutely had to. You know, things didn't go great this year. And you know, things didn't pencil out like, or work out like the pencil said they would. Mm-hmm. It's there. And the other thing is, is, you know, we're not expecting, or we can't just cut the bank off day one either. I mean, my capital needs are, you know, they're still greater than what I can produce for myself. So same for me. I, I mean, even if I wanted to strictly utilize policy loans for all of my banking needs, I don't have enough cash surrender value built up with my policies to do that one day. Yeah, we both will, but yeah, it's, it's not today, but we're preparing for it. Absolutely. And, and we're getting started. Um, I mean, I can speak for each of us because I, I mean, I know our both of our plans. I mean, we're doing as much as we possibly can right now. Yeah, absolutely. And for some people getting started may just be something that they're comfortable with because they aren't, completely able to grasp this concept but that's just for everybody you know and we'll help help you make that determination and at least you're getting started with something too Mm -hmm. so and some people you know they want to start too big you know for various things that they have going on in their life you just got to be able to throttle them back and say hey Mm -hmm. i understand how badly you want to get started but i don't think you're seeing the full picture here Let's let's ease up. Maybe we'll get started, but it can't be where you want to right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand how badly you want to get started and and do as as big a policy as you can, but that may not be what's best for you right now because things may not work out and just fall into place how they should. Yeah, and I know some people will think you know insurance agents just want everybody to pay the biggest premium possible. Well, if we were to do that, people would fail 
and that would make us look terrible. So, and if they failed early on, we would have to pay commissions back as well. Yeah. So there is, <laughs> there is no value in us trying to make somebody pay a bigger premium than what they can. Absolutely none. No. Long, long standing business relationships are, are what is going to build absolutely the business for us. And you know, the other thing, we've mentioned this in other podcasts. Jason bought some ground this year and unexpectedly had to come up with some more money um, than what he first thought, you know, for a down payment. And he used the policy loan. I mean, right there, he had that money built up. Something unexpected happened. Good opportunity was a ro- you know, arose from this, but then an unexpected added expense, but he had that money and cash value was able to make yeah, it work. And actually, even if I wanted to use my line of credit that I have established at another business, it wouldn't have been enough to fund this. So I had to come up with money from somewhere else. And I came up with all of it from a policy loan. Yeah. The opportunity fund, the oh crap fund. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's everything. It is. And it's just, uh, I mean, it, it's got to be um, something that, you know, discipline is going to be involved in because it's, it's definitely something that can be hard for people to grasp. You know, if I can borrow money from somewhere else or just take money out of my savings account, you know, it's, it's, everything has a cost. Even that cash has a cost to use it. But, you mm-hmm. know, you have to understand that and be disciplined and understand what you're working towards with an IBC plan. And we acknowledge that it's also not easy to start thinking different too, like as in the aspect of, you know, seeing money sitting in a savings account or your checking account compared to seeing that. Um, as in your, cash surrender value. Yeah, yeah. It's, we've, always, we've all grown accustomed to being very comfortable seeing those numbers in the savings account. And if, that, if those numbers get lower there, but then they're transferred, you know, to cash value, I mean, that could make us feel a little uneasy. Absolutely. I mean, that's something that I definitely went through. I had a substantial amount of money in my checking account because I didn't know what to do with it. And so paying the premiums the first few years was really easy because I had plenty of money in my checking account. And now that I'm getting those funds transferred over into my two policies that I have, you definitely, I mean, you start seeing things differently. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally understand that. It's going to be a learning process throughout the whole thing. Absolutely. It's to be be expected. And I know it can sound easy listening to all the podcasts or YouTube videos, but it's, it's until not. you experience it yourself. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot. You can read all about it. You can do all the study in the world. You can do it, whatever you want. But until you put the work in and you do the, you experience it. Until you pay the premium, you start practicing the IBC concept. Yeah, I think there's experience that's going to lead to more knowledge being gained. Yeah, absolutely. That, that people just haven't put in books yet. And I mean, for no fault of their own, it's just hard to cover everything. Sure. So... I don't have anything else to to really say about this topic, Kyle. Do you? No, I think we got this one covered. So if you guys have any questions, any requests for um, future podcasts, you know, shoot us an email and we'll get back to you. Yeah, these unique um, questions are great because um, it's kind of out of the norm a little bit. So it's great to be able to answer these because sure. I'm sure if one person has this question, that somebody else does too. So Definitely. Okay, that's all I got. We'll see you guys next week. 
This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.